guys, did you hear that? Oh my god. Ooh, guys, did you hear that? Oh what? fuck. Hello, ghosts and ghouls, and welcome to a very special Halloween edition of They Slayed Another One. I'm the Spooktober Man. Ooh, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> and that guy who just yelled from over there is fucking dead now, because that's pretty scary. I know I talked a little bit like him just then, but it's not. And we're here to talk about all the spooky stuff. And to do that, I've imprisoned two podcasters inside of a small house. And they have to get out by answering my riddles five. They are Liam. <laughs> You're correct, Spooktober man. I'm Liam. And also... Neil from MK PodQuest is back, and he's in the wrong place. We're doing this five isn't that show. How did I get here? I did it. Again. Me? Ooh. This Who is not you? my beautiful house. Who are you? We did just talk about Psycho Killer and the other one. I'm a listener. I heard it. <laughs> Thank you, Spooktober Man. Hey, man. Hey, you gotta get the clicks. Five star review. Where's that review, Spooktober Man? Brought to you by Spooktober Man. Spooktober Man, you should uh, listen to MK Podquest. Never heard of it. That's a good show. Sounds pretty dumb. Well, so do you. I always play Tekken. Uh, yeah. That's... I like Heihachi's big eyebrows. <laughs> Does it help that it's a podcast? Cast, I almost said a pod quest. Just help there's a podcast about it. It is a pod quest, I thought. <laughs> Get it together. Woo! Okay, so I've got some spooky topics. Are you Let's ready? Hear them. <laughs> yes, Chris Angel, we're ready. Wait, I have a question first, Spooktober Man. No! I'm He's freaking our minds, man. <laughs> My mind is fucking freaked. Get freaked! I love that guy. All right, Spooktober man, I want to get out of here. Give me this riddle. You gotta think about. Are you thinking? You guys, I'm gonna give you a bit of a freebie. I'm gonna let Corey out so he can help solve the riddles because I like to stack the deck against me. So when I succeed, it feels more rewarding and scary. This is some real Nightmare on Elm Street for the Dream Master shit. <laughs> Here we go! <laughs> okay. That was weird. I imagine you're covered in like a mucus. It's bad. Ectoplasm. I don't, ectoplasm, I, I, I there, swear. And there's not a single clean towel in the Spooktober Man's entire house. They're all we covered need Michael in... Myers to give you one. I looked <laughs> fucking everywhere. <laughs> And he doesn't have a sink. Like, there's not even dish towels out. He doesn't have a dishwasher. I don't know how he's cl- drying them off. Well, does he eat? I mean, where do they think all this music mucus came from? He's got to eat. What does he eat? He eats Corey's. We know that much. I wasn't eaten. I was consumed. He, it's different. Does he eat souls like our friend Shang Tsung? Hashtag subscribe to MK Podquest. So yeah, I uh, I have a big scroll in front of me. I'm just gonna unfurl that. Okay, the penmanship is fucking terrible. I don't know what the deal with that is. I guess I don't know if anybody ever like taught him how. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, so oh, I I wrote it. <laughs> what? How? I have bad I have bad handwriting. But it's ha- just a joke at my expense. 
Neil, this is serious. Spooktoberman consumed me earlier. Mm-hmm. Was, mm-hmm. I screamed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so the first part of this challenge... Spooktoberman came to me in this tiny house that Liam and I are stuck in. He said, uh, I got Corey. He screamed. Take this parchment. Uh-huh. Write this list of things in your own blood, because I, I can't... I'll let Corey out. That's how I got you out. I saved you. Well, I appreciate that. Subscribe to if you, subscribe to MK Podcast while I'm still alive. In loving memory, of course. <laughs> so anyway, the first thing on this list, it just says we each come up with top five movies to watch at Halloween. It's not even it's, a full sentence. It sounds like Spooktoberman is lonely, bro. <laughs> Yeah, he just wants some people to hang out with. Well, I mean, there's got to be a better way to go about it hey, than hey, what he hey, did. Spooktober, man. Are you just looking for someone to watch movies with? Are you just looking for some recommendations? We got you. Yeah, I am. Why does he sound different now? <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like fucking Doofy from Scary Movie. <laughs> <laughs> Number one on my list of... No, it's not on Dude, my list. <laughs> I, so you heard that too, right? Yeah, yes. I don't even know yeah. where that fucking came from. <laughs> this October man, like he's not in the room. Like I don't know how he did <laughs> that. Right, right, right. Yeah, I don't know what you thought I meant. <laughs> I don't know either. Anyway, okay, you, you guys got movies or what? <laughs> we gotta get out of here. Neil, wow, guys, where's the fucking urgency here? I mean, you're out. We're not too concerned about your. We are movie. trapped in <laughs> places. And none of you seem to... No! Why are we podcasting remotely if we were together, Liam? I'm somewhere else. Yeah, but you're always somewhere else whenever we hang out. That's... Not with a demon! (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, man. Come on! We all have our demons, Corey. Dude! None of that, okay? What's the question? Top five movies to watch at Halloween? Yeah! Okay. Are there any rules? Gotta be a movie. Because one could just say Halloween one through five. Yeah. You could. Right. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. You can do that. There's no, just it no, doesn't matter. No movies that you can't say aren't movies. That's the only rule. We just have okay. to, we have to meet what appears to be the Spooktober man's fucking chill out criteria. I am glad you uh, uh, made that rule because so. All right. So top five for me. All right. One of them is got to be not just one of my favorite horror movies of all time, but just absolutely one of my favorite movies of all time, period. Evil Dead 2. Mm. Yeah. Not explicitly a Halloween movie, right? Doesn't take place, as far as we know, on Halloween or like, you know, it's no trick-or-treating or anything like that. But it's also just a great movie. It's a absolute classic. And the in the wood setting, you know, the leaves and everything everywhere, it, Heard it of definitely them, yeah. gives me a fall a fall vibe. Autumnal you know? is what they say in some parts of the world. And up in there in Canada, an autumnal vibe. In Florida, we don't use um, five dollar words like that. Autumnal vibe is the name of the Spooktober man's cologne. He won't stop making me wear. Autumnal vibe is my from Autumn to Ashes cover band. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Evil Dead 2. That's, Auto- Autumnal that's- Vibe is the Pantone color of the year. <laughs> yeah, Evil Dead 2. That's one of my all-time favorites. And I don't 
tend to watch it other times of the year, except when we start getting into October. I think there was a, right. a period in my life where I was just watching it constantly. But uh, now, like, I think I just, you know, I really got to be in the spooky mood for that one. Now, I actually, um, go ahead. I don't know what's happening where you guys are, but it appears that the walls are slowly, very slowly closing in on me here. Okay. Is well, that happening finish. where you are? No, I'm I'm good because I'm maybe because I'm talking. You guys are I'm, you guys are together. You should both know. Yeah, Liam. Yeah, no, no, yeah I agree with Neil. I'm okay. Good. Uh, I think can I think I, as long as we talk, we're fine. Can I make a so, can I make a soft pitch? Liam, let's talk a lot so Corey gets crushed. What if we each say a movie until we hit five instead of each giving five? Because we can bend the rules a little bit. We're meeting the criteria. Okay, we we'll each collectively come up with top five movies to watch at Halloween. Okay. All right. Well, then I want to change mine. No, Dude, go ahead. Bro, <laughs> I'm in a room that's closing. All right. All right. Evil, Evil Dead 2. Who's next? Corey? And do- uh, I didn't think I was going to have to go next. Sorry. I, uh, I was. All in- right. I'll, I'll, go. I'll, I'll go. I figured you might have something burning to get to since. Uh, uh, just my life's on the line. Style. Right. Okay. All right. My suggestion is a movie I believe you can find on Netflix called Boys in the Trees. This is a movie. It just came out about two years ago. It's not quite a horror movie. I'll give you guys the uh, the premise real quick. It's about um, two boys about late high school age, and um, they walk home together one Halloween night. Um, and their whole deal is that they were friends all throughout middle school, but one of them has now... Uh, grown into the cool kid skater crowd and hangs out with people who bully this other guy. And so they haven't been friends for many years, but they meet up again on Halloween night in this town and they decide to walk home together and talk to each other and they encounter some things and talk about some things. And uh, it's more of a, it's a drama with some spooky vibes i wouldn't call it a horror movie but i would say it is very halloweeny it's very emotional very character driven and i i would suggest it to anyone who who doesn't need their october halloween movies to scare you or be violent or um super energetic but if you if you're if you're in one of those October nights where you're just kind of looking to think and feel, but still be in the season. I think that's a good one to go with. That's boys in the trees. Nice. I wrote that down. Cool. Yeah. In your blood or in like regular ink? I have a regular pen. I just, the blood was, I'm getting woozy. Ritualistic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I get it. I, I had to switch to regular pen. Um, I'm going to give a movie that we watched last year. On the show. I just said that really weird. I think something about the walls is getting to me a little bit. On the show. Um, Are the walls stopping now that you're talking, though? Um, Unclear. I was uh, about to get cube tuned. <laughs> specifically cube tuned. Guys, do you see someone in your room Who, saying his name is Jerry? <laughs> I'm just going to say A Nightmare on Elm Street because that movie fucking rules. Yes. And, uh... It was a pleasant surprise to be really wowed by a movie that's considered a classic because you you don't always know if that's how it's going to go. I've I've certainly been let down in the past by other movies of similar repute. 
So um, that's a movie that I really, really, really fucking like. And um, that's it's about as simple as that. <laughs> Everybody knows it. Yeah, that's I haven't seen all of them. We talked about that earlier. Uh, but that one I had seen and remembered. And then all I'd ever heard was that the sequels weren't as good and went in different places. Nightmare on Elm Street, I, I have watched regularly without filling in all the gaps in the series because that's a that's a solid, solid horror movie and a solid like evolution of the quote unquote slasher genre by being like psych it's all in your mind dude yeah can you can you come closer for a second i'm here what's up i think can you hear me i think the spooked over man just wants to be friends that's what i was saying dude he just wants to talk about horror movies so like uh do you think if we if we let him give up give one like he might back off this is how Corey gets two and go ahead I don't know what you're talking about. What do you What do you like to watch at Halloween, Spooktober Man? Hang on, I got I got to go get him. Hang on, Spooktober Man. <laughs> I got to get one more in. I don't care if we go over five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you you take the next one. That'll be. Do you guys, uh, Spooktober Man? Do you want to come? Do you want to come talk about movies with us? Oh yeah. That was really. I don't know why. Was that like a Hogan? And it doesn't matter. That was that was Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> Okay, so he, he's coming over. Turns out he was Spooktober Man all along. <laughs> the Spooktober Ooh, Man is the Ooh, Hey, guys. Bonesaw is ready. I love Bonesaw. How are you guys doing? We're doing good, Spooktober Man. We love this house you put us in. Thank you so much. We're excited I, to talk you about know, horror. Do you know whose house that is? Take a guess. Think about it. Randy, Randy Savages. Nope. Is this the Myers house? Yeah. Which version? <laughs> yeah. There's like nine different Myers houses. Which one's your favorite? I guess it's, um, I'm not going to tell you because you'll be like, it's not that one. It is that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is the one that's your favorite. So it's, so it's the Halloween Resurrection Myers house. Fuck Surprise. yeah, it is. Anyway, so I was here. I wanted to, uh, I was hoping we could talk about a movie. <laughs> I was thinking about talking about Charlie Brown and the Great Pumpkin. Okay. Okay, so does the Spooktober man want to elaborate on why he likes Charlie Brown, the Great Pumpkin? It's the Great Pumpkin, the- Charlie Brown. Let's get it right. Ooh, well, look at how big it is. God damn it. And I know what you're thinking. Does he mean the pumpkin? No, I mean the cultural impact. <laughs> and did you hear... Spooktober man that for the first time in decades since since it started airing the it's a great pumpkin charlie brown is not going to air on cable this year it's going to air on Ooh, i believe I sure apple did. tv plus and uh yeah. yes. that's the yeah. scariest thing i've heard on spooktober and i'm the spooktober man it's also available on blu-ray and capitalism like is a fucking curse yeah, I'm with you there, Spooktober Man. <laughs> Finally, something we can all agree on. So, Spooktober Man, would you like to hear another recommendation from Final Neil over here? How does that sound? Sounds okay. I'm going to go grab a glass of uh, ectoplasm, and uh, I'm going to let Corey take back over the mic. Oh, yeah. What's up, Corey? Um, that's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> the walls just seem, they seem a lot closer than they were before, and I don't know why. <laughs> That's not, I don't think at that point, at this point, that it's me and Liam's problem. Our walls are fine. I'm just, look, I, I, look, I know I've kind of taken it. 
<laughs> taking this. There's a lot going on over here. All right. So uh, another, this is a more, well, not super recent. I think it was like 2006, maybe. This is a, a, a new Halloween classic, though. It's um, Trick or Treat. Oh, of course. Yeah, I think I think that one came out officially in 08. 08, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's when I watch. Yeah, that's when I watch every every year ever since it came out. It came out actually cuz it, it was shot earlier than that and it took a while to get released, but it I think it was one of those ones that got leaked on like BitTorrent. Mhm. And I definitely grabbed that thing off BitTorrent like right away and then I bought it as soon as I possibly could. That's just a great Halloween. It's an, a Halloween anthology movie, you know, in this town. A bunch of you, you get everything, right? You kind of get like a like a slasher, and you get zombies, you get werewolves, you get like a. It's just everything. It's all really well done and intercut and connected. Uh, it's just a great Halloween classic. I watch it every year. In fact, I'm planning to watch it on Halloween night this year since nothing else to do. <laughs> Yeah, 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 I'm totally with you that with that one. I've I've watched that on either Halloween Eve or Halloween night for at least the last half decade, and I'll definitely do it again this year. That is absolutely, I'd say, I'd say that's the most recent Halloween classic. You know, I I just said Boys in the Trees, which is from a couple years ago, but in terms of essential Halloween viewing, that seems to have been adopted by Halloween and horror lovers all over. I think that's the big one. That's a, that's a great recommendation. Michael, Michael Doherty directed. He also did Krampus mm-hmm. and then um, Godzilla King of the Monsters, which I also really, really love. So yeah, trick or treat. Check it out. Check it out. Spooktober, man. Can you hear me? Yeah, he, he's still in the kitchen. It sounds like he's been pouring for like a while and it can't be a cup. Like it's been going for too long. <laughs> A five-gallon bucket. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing, but <laughs> so uh, how are your walls over there, Corey? Do we have time for? I guess what would it be? One more? I, more? I think if we get one well, more in, they might yeah, stop we're, moving. We're we're at four, so yeah. Somebody, right. somebody go. Somebody got this. All right, I'll throw one down. This this will be a collective pick for Corey and I. All right, so my recommendation on behalf of me and Corey is a film from 2013 that is now on Shudder called WNUF Halloween Special. This is a, uh, a movie, a full-length movie, that is made as if it were a uh, live news broadcast from the 80s in which <laughs> a group of uh, newscasters are going to do a live broadcast where they enter a haunted house. Um, and so they're talking to people outside the house about what they're going to do. And a whole lot of it is the lead up into they're going to enter this house and it's going to be live on TV. This house is haunted. What are they going to see? And the reason that lasts for an hour and a half is because the whole thing is intercut with original, new, but 80s seeming parody commercials. Commercials. And they are pitch fucking perfect. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and, really cool. and the whole presentation of the broadcast is just like it's it's obviously a bit but like it's done so lovingly yeah <laughs> like the presentation of everything down to like the uh the aesthetics of the broadcast not even just the ads themselves but like the broadcast itself it's just really cool it's it's a very uh a niche Halloween October movie, you know, um, it has a huge fondness for the 80s and that sort of TV and also a huge fondness 
for um, the holiday itself. I would call it more of a comedy. You know, the whole thing, it's not filled with jokes and outright to make you laugh, but it is very tongue in cheek. Yeah, the and the it's joke just, is like the reality of what it is existing. Yeah, yeah. So it's full of charm and um, the the through line narrative of the, this uh, news team getting into this house is is funny and keeps you on the edge. Um, I'd, I'd say at least for the first viewing. I've seen the movie enough now that it is an essential October watch, but it's more of a put it on the TV while you're like doing some carving shit. pumpkins or making cookies or something. Whereas Trick or Treat is still a very watchable sit down, get invested in it. This movie is more, it's more of a novelty piece, but I'd say it's definitely worth checking out just because it's such a, it's such a unique cinematic oddity. So that's a really yeah, cool it's one super to cool. watch in October. It's also got a vinyl companion, which I've been meaning to buy for several years oh, and never have. That's yeah. pretty rare. And, um, and the whole thing is... It was like it's like uh, when they produced it, they ran it through VHS over and over, so that the version you get looks like it was shot in the '80s on on oh. like low budget VHS tape. It's really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. it's it's super great. I'm definitely checking that one out. You guys ever think about bad Halloween movies? Like, did you ever have a misstep? I um I went to a Halloween party when I was, I think I was 14. So it was all my friends, 13 and 14, and it was like one of the not the earliest, but like one of the early ones where like the parents aren't going to supervise the party, you know? Yeah. It was like straight up Halloween night and we definitely did some trick or treating and stuff, even though we were certainly too old. But that was part of the fun, right? Of just like acting like, oh, let's be silly and go do it, even though we all secretly like wanted that candy. Right. And then we go back to my friend's house, this girl's house, and it's time to watch the scary movie that the girl who hosted the party talked her parents into letting her rent a scary movie on like pay-per-view. For the party and uh somehow the choice ended up being american psycho oh oh yeah <laughs> which is, uh which is a, a tough movie for a 13 year old's halloween party <laughs> tough crowd oh my gosh yeah yeah that was a i don't think i don't think movie. i've ever been quite in that position but that sounds rough <laughs> yeah yeah, we uh, it was a a lot of. I think it took me like years to actually sit down and actually like watch that movie all the way through. Because that's a, I mean, a it wasn't what we were expecting. B not really a horror movie. I don't really know how to describe it. Not a horror movie. And C definitely not for children. But boy, guys and girls, boys and girls alike, guys and dolls. Were, uh, we were all paying attention during that prostitute sex scene. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> man that's that's one of the most interesting cases i've ever heard of someone like reading the title of a movie and thinking it's something a bit different than it is you yeah. know there's there's cases of you know parents bringing stuff home and they think it's not a horror movie and it is or they think it's not a parody movie and it is but to to get something that you think is going to be like a a fun horror movie and then get something like that that's that's really interesting man Instead i can't even imagine this insane analysis on the on greed and 80s yuppie culture <laughs> from what i've heard american psycho 2 might have gone over better oh yeah i've, I've seen that i saw that uh terrible <laughs> <laughs> is it is it your more typical slasher though would, would that be more of a sleepover movie 
Yeah, it is, but it treats the original as if it were a slasher movie also. Oh. So the 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 killer in American Psycho 2 is like a like a Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman? Is that right? No. Uh no. It might be. Jason Bateman. No, Jason it's, Bateman's it's a real celebrity. No, cuz he's the actor and it's not Norman Bateman, but you're definitely on the right track. George Wilbur. It's George Wilbur. Um Patrick Bateman. Patrick there we Bateman. Go. We yeah. got there. Yeah. Got it in she, five. So, <laughs> no, wait, I was wrong. George Wilbur. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so the killer in this in two is a copycat killer. So it presumes everything Patrick Bateman did in the first movie actually happened, which uh, isn't the case. <laughs> so, hmm. yeah, bad, bad, bad Halloween party movie. <laughs> cool. I like that story. That's a good one. Good Halloween movie, Alien. Uh, there was one Halloween when the Alien director's cut came out. That um, That's what we did on Halloween night. A bunch of friends went to see Alien director's cut in the theater. And that's like the first movie that like truly terrified me. I definitely saw it way, way too young. So oh, getting, yeah. the opportunity, getting the opportunity to go see it in theaters was just like a really cool. Again, not a Halloween movie, but definitely a scary movie. And it was like a, you know, I, I love the series, but it was like a, a personal, like, it's like, I guess, like going to see Star Wars, like a new hope in theaters or something like that. Like, it was just really cool to, to have that experience. Yeah, I've, I've definitely had some of those when, uh, you know, like the independent theater in town shows um, an, an, a restored cut of a film. Like w- Corey and I went to see Evil Dead at the theater. Hell yeah. About, uh about a year ago or so and it had uh, a new score in it that was really really cool i was awesome. i did not do that oh no you were black christmas yeah weren't you? Yeah. yeah black christmas which was also, it was also it's, tight. It's, just so cool. it's just so cool to see older movies in that new setting yeah. you know i did that with uh the original halloween as well last year it's just it's amazing that's very yeah cool. the only stuff i have like that isn't really halloween appropriate so like yeah in terms of like old movies in theaters or even like Saw that too early, probably going to scar me later. I don't have a ton of that, which I guess is probably like a net positive, but it means I'm missing out on this part of the podcast. Yeah, it kind of sounds like your parents were doing their job. <laughs> or that was just lame. But- Either or. I was definitely a, a scaredy cat as a kid. I I don't even think I'm a huge horror fan. I think I'm mostly a huge fan of franchises, franchises that last for decades. Yeah. Well, because it's and fascinating. Have, like, more than ten movies in them. Because like it's like where the fuck are they gonna go with this now? We talked a little bit. I think it was on Halloween Six. We talked about. I mentioned like watching a Halloween movie, like on a couch in a house, is a pretty great way to watch a Halloween movie because they're, you know, you're in the setting, right? I had a uh, uh, my grandparents had a house in North Carolina that was like up in the woods. It was like a two. It was like a two story house, but the bottom floor was kind of it could open out, you know, it was on a hill, so it could open out onto just the ground. So there were sliding glass doors and we were up there, um, the place out to get sold. And it's an, it's an older house. It was nice, but, uh, you know, isolated out in the middle of nowhere and it's like late at night and I'm downstairs in essentially the basement by myself with a portable DVD player. You remember those? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. This is before DVD drives, and I didn't have a laptop at this point, I don't think, but before that was common on laptops. And I was watching Evil Dead 2, which is a movie 
that I love and I've seen a million times and it's one of my favorites, but uh, I was watching it in pitch black, you know, in a basement in the woods where I could just see through the sliding glass doors out into all the trees and everything. And I couldn't finish watching it. I was so scared. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I had to shut it off because it was like really getting to me, just like the environment that I was in and everything, you know, that's really cool. Yeah. That was a good experience. I wish like I want to I want to recreate that. Like I want to go like rent a cabin and by myself just sit in a cabin in the middle of the woods and just watch like Evil Dead. Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. Cabin Fever. Anything cabin related. <laughs> just yeah. force myself to watch all of them. Last Cabin on the Left. Friday the 13th Part 4. But yeah, like the, the Cabin Ween. Cabin. I don't think Cabin. Yeah. Cabin Ween. Sure. The cabin, the, the cabin, cabin of Michael Myers. <laughs> Halloween, the cabin of Michael Myers. The cabin of Doctor Caligari. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> That's really good. Have you had any like experiences like that where you just like in a situation or a setting where you just can't get through the movie? Definitely. Uh, tell you what, but I can't. If Liam's got one going, because I was going to say definitely, but I can't think of any. Yeah, well, I like your story in particular because watching a movie that you've seen so many times but then your environment is so impactful that it that it makes the movie scarier than it has been that's really interesting i don't know if that's yeah, happening like I recontextualizing mean, cinema by way of your surroundings is really cool uh yeah the only stuff i can think of is times i've had to stop movies or pause them because i felt like i was gonna throw up which is not really the same thing but also <laughs> yeah. happened during an evil dead movie the was it the new one yeah yeah, that one gets pretty... Shit's gross. Yeah, it's good. I really like the remake. I think a movie that spooked me a whole lot because of my setting, it was a first-time watch. It was the original Black Christmas. Uh, I started watching it in the in the middle of summer, so I guess it it does kind of uh, equate to what, to what you're talking about, where it's just like... Um, or maybe it's kind of the opposite, where the movie was so scary that even though the setting wasn't completely accurate to what the movie is doing, it still got to me. So I watched it. It was it was like the it was in probably late July. Um, it was at two in the morning or something, and um, I just thought, man, I've never seen this movie, Black Christmas. I love Christmas horror movies. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's a shame that I have to wait 11 months to watch Christmas horror movies. So I'm, I'm just going to do it right now. I'm going to watch Black Christmas. And so I put it on at 2 a.m. And um, by the time the movie was an hour in and I had heard these Billy phone calls, um, I was just like I was I kept looking to my side out my window, just like wishing that the sun would come up faster because i was getting so freaked out sitting alone in my house i thought the phone was gonna start ringing and so um by the, when the movie ended i had to wait until the sun came up at like six in the morning to go to bed because it had creeped me out so much and this was recent man this was just a few years ago so that one really got to me and then you've still got christmas like coming right 
Yeah, yeah, totally. So I, you can bet I, I rewatched it then. And now Corey and I have seen it in the theater. So it's one that, you know, the, the, the scariness has faded, but also the scariness is still there. I haven't gotten over it. I've just gotten past the initial shock. But that's totally one where if I were to watch it in a setting like you described, you know, isolated again, it would absolutely freak me out. Yeah, setting adds a lot. It's like trying to watch Alien in space. I bet that would be fucking crazy. I wonder if anyone's <laughs> ever done that. Because <laughs> they have to. They, I bet they can. They can watch movies on the spaceships, and it's a popular movie. Someone had to have watched Alien up there. Yeah. I bring it. If they're not allowed to do sex, they're probably watching Alien. Yeah, which is the opposite of sex. Yeah, Jesus Christ said that. <laughs> I got a weird question. I, I I wanted to figure out a way to bring up you guys. What do you guys think of a nightmare before Christmas? Never seen it. Cakey had to explain it to me. Okay. Got you. And I, I really like that one for sure. Yeah. I, do, do you count it as a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? Oh man. I have Animated heard really, <laughs> I've heard really good arguments for both sides. And so um, it's one of those things where, probably like the most recent argument I've read might have swayed me. But for me, um, I think it's a Christmas movie because it takes place at Christmas, doesn't it? Yeah. But but here I was, you know, just on this last um, Halloween episode that we did, The Curse of Michael Myers, I was saying that Dead End is a Christmas movie, but it feels more like an October movie. So I, I totally, I understand the fluidity of it for sure i think i would i would just settle for watching it either or but when i think of it in my head it does feel more like a christmas movie because um of the songs and it just it just feels like a gothic christmas more than it does a uh like a snowy halloween what about you neil I I thought that for a long time. I was like, this is it's Christmas is in the title. This is a Christmas movie, one hundred percent. I've kind of I haven't watched it in a while. I so again, when I was young, when I was thirteen and going to Halloween parties to watch American Psycho, I was also, you know, a little bit of an edge lord for sure. And I definitely thought I was cool because I liked Nightmare Before Christmas. And I probably watched that movie like twenty times over the course of a year. So I'm kind of burned out on it just in general, but I was thinking about watching it again this year. I think they're pushing it on Disney plus maybe. And I was like, that's weird. Cause this is a Christmas movie and we're not even in November yet. But then I started thinking like, you know what? I think that this is a, this is a Halloween movie that is it's designed to be the last Halloween movie, right? You know, Thanksgiving fine. American Thanksgiving, you know, we have that in November. Yeah. But really Christmas season kicks off here. November 1st, right? So I think that the the movie is... Yeah, I think it's a transition movie that is meant to be watched on Halloween to get you ready for just spending all your money on Christmas. That makes sense. And then, so then would you watch it again in December or is it, it's late October and that's it? Yeah, see, that's what used to happen is that um, some people would want to watch it in October and then other people want to watch it in December or some people wanted to watch it in both. And I'd be like, I've seen I I could close my eyes and watch this entire movie on my own. I have it memorized. I can give you one. Right. So I think in the future, anytime I go back to revisit it, I think I'm definitely going to be watching it on Halloween as opposed to 
in December, personally. That's my argument anyway. Cool. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I do have it on my October list this year, and I've been waiting till it's a bit deeper into October to get to it. Cause it, it certainly feels like a late one, and it'll be my first revisit in a while. So come yeah. our H2O podcast or whatever it is next year, I will have definitive thoughts on this. Uh, on this. I like it. It's, it's a good combo for sure. Yeah, it, you know, it really puts a bow on the Halloween season, right? Because of Christmas presents? Okay. Very good. Very good. Thank you. We lost Corey. Be a good way to end the podcast. It would be a good way to put the bow on this Halloween season. <laughs> I see what you were doing there. Corey? What? Oh, okay, he's still there. <laughs> yeah. We lost Corey. <laughs> well, I, just, I don't have anything to say about a movie I haven't seen. Well, tell us about a movie you have seen. I don't I mean, know if I can. <laughs> you got one one good Halloween movie story? Um. So the problem or, is... Or medium. Doesn't have to be good. I didn't know. I just I didn't really like scary stuff until I was like basically an adult, mm-hmm. and I'm still pretty slow to the catching up. A lot of my favorite horror movie experiences are adjacent to this podcast, so people have heard them. Like, what about, what about like non horror Halloween movies? Like uh, Hocus is, Pocus. Haven't is a big one, haven't right? seen it. Okay. <laughs> I've only seen it like once. I'm not too familiar with uh, it. Yeah, no, I just, I got, I really like Halloween, the holiday, but even that's relatively recent in terms of my like actually really liking it. I kind of envy that. You've got like a million Halloween things to check out now. I got, got a got, lot like, of catching up to do. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And and by the time you're all cut up, we'll have this podcast as like a, a record book. A repository of-, of all my probably bad opinions. Yeah, your real-time discovery of the genre. That's really cool. Yeah. Hey, Corey, what was your favorite Halloween costume ever? Oh, fuck. Um, made a dead mouse head from scratch. That's pretty fucking dope. That was pretty That's cool. Really- yeah. Uh, it was That's a little cool. on the flimsy side. Like, the ears were cardboard, so one of them, like, bent and kind of broke, but that kind of looked aesthetically interesting. I also did Ducky from Pretty in Pink, which I'm still pretty stoked on. Can't find a picture of it fucking anywhere, which pisses me off. But Oh, uh, man. That's a bummer because I associate that costume and story with you so much because I've heard that one before. So I, I know. Love to see that it picture. came up at work the other day, and I'm like, it's somewhere. The picture has to be somewhere. I was in like 10th grade. A picture of it has to exist. Dang. One year, I went to um, a, a Halloween ska show called Scalloween. Nice. Yeah, those are Scalloweens are pretty common. You know, local ska bands and stuff put those on on Halloween nights. Anything can wow. happen on Scalloween. And my uh, my costume was Waldo from Where's Waldo? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah from Where's Wal- Waldo Wally Bay. overseas. Yeah. Okay, Where's Wally? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say Waldo. And uh, I walk into the venue, and I look over at the bar, and there's another guy in a Where's Waldo costume. Fuck yeah. And then, oh my gosh, was this a was this going to be a concert venue full of Waldos? And then a girl walks up next to him at the bar, his girlfriend, and she's also dressed as Waldo. Fuck yes, <laughs> that's so funny. So about a pitcher of beer later, <laughs> I walk up to both of them and I go, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> and they look at me and I go, I point to the guy. I'm like. You're supposed to be in Egypt. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, you're supposed to be in the haunted house. I had the concert page. <laughs> Did they receive that well? 
they were just kind of like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they, they, they yes anded you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should you should know that that was that was a good bit on your part. I mean, usually one wall is hard enough to find. You run into three out in public. That's like finding a four-leaf clover, or it's the thing that happens before you suffer like a final destination death. (laughs) Well, I guess on some of those pages, there is the man Waldo and the woman Waldo, right? Right, Is there a woman Waldo? Yeah. Yeah. added, Added later. Waldina? Something like that. Yeah, so she was good, but but the other dude, if he didn't have like yellow and black stripes or a mustache, then he was absolutely. If he wasn't dressed as Wario, then he was fucked up. They, yeah. No, yeah. What was that? Was that all Oddlaw? Yeah, that's Oddlaw. Yeah. Oddlaw. Do you guys know the fucking lore? What are you talking about, Oddlaw? Yeah, it's there was, just. There was it's a, like it's in a, the books. There was a Wario Waldo <laughs> called Oddlaw. It's real. It's in the books. No, like this isn't like extraneous, like message board material. <laughs> like it's all there. It's in the forums. If you read the books, you know Oddlaw. <laughs> but I guess I'm not a real fan. <laughs> okay. My bad. All on it. <laughs> Liam, Liam, what's your favorite Halloween costume you ever did? You got one? Oh, dude, I'm ashamed. So almost every year of dress up, so I would say like until I was in the fourth or fifth grade was when I was still doing costumes. And then after that, I would just throw a mask on. And up until the fourth grade, I was always Gene Simmons from Kiss. Amazing. Right? And, uh, you know, I wish I could go back now. But I did have a long tongue. And I could be touch Ace my nose Freely with my from tongue, Kiss. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty rad. You I had like a that. tongue, like, for real? Well, a big one, yeah. I guess, not just a regular one. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, I have a very fond memory of uh, of going up to a door, trick-or-treating. They opened the door, and they said, like, oh, hey, Gene Simmons. They said, like, uh, well, what else you got? What can you do? What makes you Gene Simmons? Something like that. <laughs> and I, and I, touched my, I touched my nose with my tongue, and they were like, oh, shit. And I they were like, that's putrid. You've earned <laughs> your candy. I hate that shit when they're like, oh, it's, give us a trick. Dance for I me, know, that's dance for me monkey. <laughs> It's like, that's not what it means. It means give it's, us a treat or I'm going to fucking throw a rock through your window. Yeah. It's just like low-key so creepy too, eh? Just like, oh, hey, kid, nice costume. Do D- a dance for D- me. Dance for me, monkey yeah, trouble yeah. starring George Wilbur. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now now I'm at the age where I would love to do elaborate, cool costumes again. You know, I think um, this is also my well, I guess it's my second year with a serious girlfriend, but now we're we're at the point where you know we would like to go out and and, and the do first some year stuff she Halloween was a comedic time. girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the first year uh, we were stuck at home watching Sleepaway Camp, so I think this this year, if COVID didn't happen, we would we would do something for her. We would go see some friends and dress up in a duo costume. But you know, yeah. as as is our luck, we'll be stuck for this time. You still dress up and just hang out at home. Don't yeah, give I, the I, I think that's the though. idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you guys ever? So I, I'm older than you guys. Uh, and when I was little, ninja costumes were fucking huge. Did you guys <laughs> ever do ninja costumes? Um, No, but uh, I did one time dress up as a racing driver in a Hot Wheels themed like racing suit. <laughs> I did that too. Which is sort kid. of like a ninja if ninjas could drive, which we all know and, they can't. 
Look at you now. You're an F1 enthusiast. Yeah, we got there. I was a NASCAR enthusiast as a child, and I've matured into tracks with turns. <laughs> no, I, I never did the ninja thing myself. I definitely saw kids at school doing the ninja stuff. I was more into um, sorcery. I liked face paint. I liked face paint. So I liked putting. I, I think that's part of why I liked the Kiss dudes so much. Was it was just the face paint thing was fun, whereas yeah, the ninja really thing. Um, I never. I could, never did like, a face paint costume. Could you? paint your face under a ninja mask and then do like a big reveal like i'm ninja gene simmons (laughs) oh my gosh ah take me back (laughs) you can do it as an adult i totally can now's your chance i I think i'll have to dress up as peter chris this time i'm less cool than gene simmons (laughs) yeah nobody really wants to be gene simmons anymore i don't even know if gene simmons is down with that (laughs) (laughs) and when i was in third grade i was a ninja and so was about four other boys in my class were also all ninjas. Do you guys just pretend you were secretly the Foot Clan? Well, I mean, we were dressed. We were publicly the Foot Clan. Okay, tight. But, <laughs> but there was one kid, Jeff. I'm not going to. And he had a ninja outfit that had some yellow on it. Like the belt was yellow and like the headband was yellow. And so his argument was that his ninja costume was the best because he looked the most like Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. Valid. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Can't argue with that. Yeah, really point, can't. Point you know? Jeff. Point Jeff. He also used to like to dance like MC Hammer. Jeff <laughs> Jeff is two for two. Jeff fucking rules. You kidding me? I know. I Yeah, I wish I had stayed in touch with Can Jeff. Can we find Jeff? How hard would it be to find Jeff, do you think? Depends, you know how, depends how he spells his name. If it's G-E-O-F-F, yeah. I think he'll be a bit easier to find. It's, fewer. it's G-E-F-F. We're like dangerously close to doxing this guy, and I'm pretty sure he got bullied a lot. So <laughs> we're not bullying him. <laughs> Someone else. What's might. the opposite of bullying? Someone out know. there, somebody out there from my third grade class also listens to this show, and they're gonna be like, "I remember that motherfucker." And he was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> um, and so I just got slid a note from the Spooktober man. He says he doesn't want to come on the mic anymore. I don't know why. But I'm just going to read this. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what it says was, congratulations, you've passed the test. I didn't know we were being, okay, sure. By letting me into your friend group and experience the joys of Halloween friendship, you are now free from your various spooktober prisons. I was only channeling myself through your other friends to try to become your friends, but you both let me in and let me participate, and that, in the immortal words of Corey, was pretty cool. I don't know why he put that. That was uh, that sounds like I'm being weirdly vain, and I don't love that, but whatever. Um, well, what so what I've, what I've done to release you is taken all of the ectoplasm in the house, which he spelled with a K, which is weird, and poured it into the vat in the center of the of the room. Now all of the weight has been pushed onto ancient tablets, and the doors will be opened. Congratulations, <laughs> and happy Halloween. Uh, we did it. I guess I, it seems like a lot of pageantry just to be cool, to be chill. Well, if we've learned anything, it's that the Spooktober man is not succinct. Nah, he's real fucking <laughs> verbose. It sounds like he was fucking making it up. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Is the Spooktober man the writer of Curse of Michael Myers? That was a lot at once. <laughs> they really sound like he was making it up more that, Corey, you were having a real tough time reading. It's, dude, I, I said his penmanship is bad. I don't know what you want. It's, I guess that's why he had me write the list. Yeah. Well, see, I think we should acknowledge if the rules hadn't been changed suddenly by the Spooktober man, Halloween, John Carpenter's Halloween, that's definitely a Halloween must. Yeah. Right? No, yeah, for sure. Uh, obviously. That was definitely one of my top picks. So. Oh, sorry. I just got slid another piece of paper here. Can you guys indulge me one more time? Yep. Hi, everybody. This is Corey Price. You might know me from such podcasts as They Made Another One, The Thing You Just Heard. Now, we've all had a lot of fun tonight, and we're very excited to celebrate Halloween. But remember, be safe when you're out having a good time. Stay within your bubble if you can. Wear a mask if you're going out. And remember, never pitch your friends on doing a Halloween special that you don't plan and don't have any bits ready for until it starts. Because then, things might get, in the words of the Spooktober man, a little silly. Have fun, stay safe, and we'll see you in November for more podcast. Bye bye And and that's pretty cool. It's... I didn't even write that, so that's pretty weird. All right, boys and ghouls. Well, we made peace with the Spooktober man. We decided to fuck Gene Simmons, not in the pleasurable way. Uh, we don't like him. We <laughs> learned that Evil Dead is scarier in a forest, specifically the second one. And we also decided that uh, Ducky is a great Halloween costume. And if anyone out there has a picture of Corey as Ducky from years ago, please forward it to the podcast. We've been trying to find it for so long. We will see you guys next week for something decidedly less spooky, but uh, decidedly just as fun, because even though the holidays are awesome, you can have fun all year round. That's true. That's it. (laughs) That was good. That was good. Um, And also uh, vote. Yeah, yeah, if you live I, in the I, U.S., for the love of... Wait, no, is this coming up before the election? Yeah, it is. Vote, for the love of God. Vote like the entire world depends on it, because it kind of does. Yeah, I voted. You guys should vote. Voting's cool. Voting's cool, oh. and only people who vote can listen. <laughs> you have to You have to send us proof of your vote, and yeah. then we'll send you the secret link. <laughs> to the forbidden tapes. Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, God, I wish you had that picture of you as Ducky, because that could be the reward. That is the reward. We'll find it. <laughs> Corey, I'm imagining that picture of you as Ducky, and then on the back it says, in loving memory. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> it's also how I discovered I was bad at improv. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little bit more than yes and, isn't it? It's a lot more than yes and. (laughs) Woof.